You're listening to the Missouri Realtors Podcast with host and Missouri Realtors CEO, John Seabree. Join us as we deliver an in-depth analysis of industry news while speaking with industry experts on their successes and failures. Along the way, we'll also share strategies and practices to help you become a more successful realtor. Welcome back to the Missouri Realtors Podcast. I'm John Seabree, CEO of Missouri Realtors. With me today is John Mayfield, and I'm so excited to have John with us here today. John, welcome. Thank you, John. And it's a pleasure and an honor to be a part of the podcast. Great, great. Well, we've done a couple of these already this year, and I was excited to sit down with you. You and I always have fun when we're talking. We have a lot in common. And I don't know how we'll keep that to 15 or 20 minutes today because right. when I get going, we just, we don't stop. So right. we'll have to watch each other on that. How about that? Sounds good. Good. So one of the things I'd love to talk about how you and I both sort of connect the dots for our members, because we believe in being involved in advocacy, in economic development, in our communities and all of these things really come together nicely. And I feel like they're all very interconnected as well. And as we, before we begin that actually, why don't we talk a little bit about your global presence and what you're doing globally because you have a pretty significant NAR position. Uh, yes, yeah, so currently I serve as the global ambassador or liaison for Bulgaria, Greece, and Serbia. I got that, it's, I got that position kind of, um, it's kind of interesting how that all came about when you talk about connecting the dots. But a number of years ago, I was speaking at an NAR conference in San Diego on technology, and I had a gentleman come up to me afterwards, and he just, he liked my presentation. And he invited me to speak in France. And uh, as a speaker, that was like a highlight of my career to be able to speak internationally. So I, my wife and I traveled to Nice, France, and I speak at this conference. Well, that led to another conference, which led to another conference. And it was kind of interesting because I would meet these people, John, at, at conferences, you know, across the, the globe. And several of them would always say, we'd love for you to come and speak to our members at, uh, you know, at our, at a, at an event that they had. And so, um, you know, one thing just led to another, but I developed some relationships in Serbia and Bulgaria and some of these countries that NAR really was not making a lot of inroads into. And uh, so they ask if I would be willing to to help there. And it's just been a real, it's been a, a great opportunity, but it's interesting how many, even in Missouri, how many different times I've had referrals that I've been able to place with other Missouri realtors around the state for people who were relocating from Bulgaria or from Serbia or someplace else, so. And, you know, that's really a connection for me because I was asked a few years ago to speak in Washington, D.C. at an NAR meeting to the global ambassadors. And you were I believe you were in the room and they asked me to say or to talk about 
how global is important to everyone because so many realtors around the country and around Missouri feel like, oh, well, you have to live in a big city to to care about or be engaged in global real estate and nothing could be further from the truth. And one of the, one of the things that really hits home to me is that so many communities have community colleges or small colleges or universities and a great place to start is just look at the global student, the, the international students who are at that college in your community. Oftentimes their parents want to buy an apartment for the four years that their son or daughter is there. And that's global real estate. And one of them buying could lead to many others. That's exactly right. And, and it's interesting that you say that because a lot of the global conferences I go to, some of these movers and shakers in larger city, cities and communities, and even in smaller communities will say just that, the way they develop, it's all about relationships. I mean, all of us know that as, as real estate professionals, you have to have relationships. But even globally, they talk about going to colleges and going to like the international office or, or some area in the college where they work with the international students. And just, uh, I remember one lady, a friend of mine, Danielle in New York, she just will buy pizzas and sponsor a pizza night. And she just goes to meet with the students to get to know them. They're, a lot of them are many, many miles away from home and they they want relationships. And as you mentioned, some of them, their parents decide they want to purchase a home or some of the students decide that they want to purchase a home after they finish or perhaps they uh, recommend you to another student who's moving in. So that's a great way to build some relationships and actually add value to someone's life who's living over here and does not know a lot of people. We've actually, as the association, uh, the state association, participated in a number of events here in Columbia for Mizzou and their international students. We've sponsored events for them. You mentioned pizza. We actually had Nate Johnson come in a couple of years ago and speak to the international students about Martin Luther King and why MLK Day was so important and, the, and a focus on fair housing. And then sort of a fun aside, uh, the international students get together for many things, but the International Student Association asked us if we would sponsor pumpkins one year because most of these international students come from places where it's not a tradition to carve pumpkins. Right. October. And so we bought pumpkins, went over. Uh, they had the best time and we took some realtors with us and we talked about the home buying process and it was really fascinating. And so like you, we love connecting those dots. And, and you know, that is so important. And I want those listening to understand that when we talk about connecting dots and relationships, I remember talking to a broker not too long ago on, on a, my podcast for my real estate school. And he, and I asked him, I said, what do you see, Rick, successful agents do who really excel in the business? And he said, you know, they just show up. They're just there and they, and they get involved. 
And it was so interesting, John, because I remember thinking back to a successful agent and I asked him the same question after a course one time we were visiting and I said, you know, if you had one piece of advice you could give, what would you tell other agents or new agents? And he said, you know, you just have to show up. You have to get out there. And, and I guess I'm, I'm equating showing up as connecting dots, taking advantage of global connections, taking advantage of advocacy. You know, I was on a Zoom call yesterday and, and a gentleman on there, I said, gosh, you look so familiar. He goes, yeah, we met two years ago at Capitol Conference. Now he's living in Miami, Florida now and is a member of the Miami Realtors, but he was a member of Missouri Realtors. And he and I had met at Capitol Days on an advocacy trip. So, you know, I think that's the thing that all of this, as you mentioned earlier, we think global and we think, how can that affect me in Missouri? But yet it can be a niche and it can be a powerful tool for you to grow your business. Well, speaking of, you know, the impact global has, it's a it's a big impact on economic development. But delving further into economic development, I often say realtors wear so many hats. It's there's no secret. Realtors wear a lot of hats. But do realtors consider themselves economic developers? And I've said that to a couple of audiences and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a realtor, not an economic developer. Well, I argue that every realtor is an economic developer because just on the residential side alone, NAR has statistics that for every home sale in Missouri, the economic ripple effect of that sale is $59,600, almost $60,000. And that is the economic ripple effect through the economy of, well, now the house is sold, but you need appliances. And so you go buy those. And maybe you were a renter before and didn't need a mower. So you go buy the mower. Well, the person you bought the mower from received a commission and now they can go buy their new car they wanted and make the car payment. And so that ripple effect is exactly, really- Exactly, yeah. And uh, in realtors, when I tell them that, start to, I believe that we don't take full advantage of the impact real estate has on the entire economy. And those $60,000 over and over and over again relates to somewhere between 15 and 20% of the entire gross domestic product of our state. Real estate is huge in keeping the economy afloat. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we fail to remember just how big that is. And really another opportunity for us as realtors to, um, and I, I realize we're not all realtors because, but this is a realtors podcast, but, but as real estate professionals, as members of Missouri realtors, setting ourselves apart by helping people uh, understand services that they can get from other people. And as you were talking about that, I was just thinking my wife and I haven't moved a lot in our life, but we did have a short period of time where we did relocate uh, for about a year to another community that was totally foreign to us. And like, I had no idea where to get my oil changed or, you know, who was a good dentist in the town. But all of those things, as you mentioned, 
when we have people buy homes, they're going to need other services. And it's really important for us to, you know, take advantage of helping people understand those different ways we can help them find places that they can do business with in the community. Definitely. So as we continue to connect dots, we've talked about global and economic development. Well, in our localities, in our regions, and even across our state, we will never have a strong economy unless we have a, a, an environment, a political environment, a policy environment that is good for real estate. And so that's where advocacy comes in. So we won't be strong in economic development if we don't fight for the, the tax rules that impact property ownership. And so let's now connect the dot to advocacy. So many of our members hear us talk about the realtor party. We don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. We just want you to focus on the issues that are important to real estate when you're doing the real estate business. Now, obviously, everyone can have their own personal beliefs outside of that. But when we go as realtors to realtor days or to the Capitol conference and we meet with legislators, it's so important that we speak with this one voice and we're focused on these these kinds of issues. I know you mentioned meeting this realtor at Capitol Conference that now lives in Miami, but do you have any fond, other fond memories of being at the Capitol and uh, Capitol Conference or lobbying on a specific issue? Yeah, you know, Capitol Conference is always one of my favorite times to go because, as you mentioned, we're one voice. We all come together. We get to meet with our legislators. And, um, and you know, there again, connecting the dots, those are times that I've met with legislators. And I've, I remember one time when General Motors was getting ready to build the big Saturn plant years ago. Yes. And our area wanted to do a bid, a proposal for that specific place, uh, for that plant. And I remember being contacted by a legislator. And I know it was through the fact that I had attended those capital conferences. And, you know, even though we didn't get the Saturn plant, it was interesting to work with politicians and business leaders to see how we could put this proposal together to give to GM. And it enlightened me on things I didn't know about our community, like the railroad spurs that we had that were available and the highway infrastructure and things that, that they were looking for, for a community. So, you know, just those connecting the dots. I remember that time that I was asked as a young real estate professional to, Hey, could you help us put this together? So that was kind of uh, interesting, but you know, I think more than anything, the Capitol conference is just networking with other real estate, Missouri realtors, and being that one voice, uh, I remember several things that I've been involved in and, and people might be listening to, to this and say, well, gosh, how can I make a difference? But I remember one time, several of us really had a, a need for some changes with license law with the Missouri Real Estate Commission and some rules and regulations. And, you know, we got that done. And I remember I was a part of that. I mean, one of those was you used to have to go to 60 hours to school to get your license. And we really felt it was better to lower the number of hours 
but include some practice hours. So myself and others had an integral part of that. And it was all through Capital Conference, being involved with Missouri Realtors, and understanding that you can make a difference if you do uh, work together for the for the good of our industry. Well, two things you said there. One, the infrastructure you were talking about and working together. We recently joined with the Missouri Chamber to fund a study called Transportation 2030, making Missouri a leading logistics hub. And it's because of those things you mentioned, of course, our location in the exact middle of the United States, but also the rail that's already here, the river port, you know, we have the most northern ice-free port in America on the Mississippi. And there are all these reasons why goods and services can be uh, disseminated from Missouri to the rest of the country, especially given the current economy that we have where people are really focused on ordering online and having things distributed. And that's a huge real estate story because even though parts of the commercial real estate industry are hurting, other parts like warehouses and those pieces of the industry are just doing incredibly well right now. So, but it's, it's because we have partnerships and we, we don't just do everything in a vacuum. It's not just the realtor way or the highway. We work with others to find the best solution. Exactly. And I hope those who are listening, if you've not participated in one of our business conferences, and of course, our next business conference will be blended, a blended conference, we'd love for you to come in person. But if you want to just participate online, you can. But what John's talking about, John, I have to tell you, I've learned so much from a commercial side of Missouri, through the things you've done with the commercial folks, and participating in the commercial meetings, hearing about the um, the rail the rail system that <laughs> the bullet train it's not a bullet train but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of that, but these are things and opportunities that we've been sharing with Missouri realtors at our business conferences at our emerging issues uh, forums that I had no idea. Missouri had such an opportunity to grow and to bring some of these businesses and industries in. You know, a, a good example was a recent commercial um, forum that we had, and they were talking about, I believe it was uh, Chewy, the online yes, pet yes. company, who just was able to put a pretty large facility near Kansas City within a record amount of time because of COVID-19 and people buying online. But all of that came about through, you could say, connecting the dots through Missouri Realtors and economic development and advocacy and other types of channels. So um, we need to wind down here. And again, you and I could talk all day, but the final dot I wanted to connect is the community because you know, the economic development happens when people bring jobs, but they also want to know about quality of life. And do they want to move people to a place where they're not going to be happy? And so I think we offer a great quality of life in Missouri. And one of the things realtors can do is work with their local associations and request community action grants. We get all this money through the National Association of Realtors back to us every year. 
and realtors are doing really incredible things in their community. Sometimes it's as small as um, a pocket park or they, um, you know, have a, a bench somewhere that needs a bench, you know, but other times it's bigger. I was talking to a realtor the other day who had, through her local association, worked on a grant for a community garden in a lot that had been vacant forever. They did this community garden. It raised the values of the houses around it. Everyone felt a sense of community. Working through getting the garden created, this particular realtor was the lead and got to know all of the city and county officials that she had to work with on that. And then to truly connect the dots, after it was done, she was working on a on a sale of real estate that required her to contact someone at the city. And she now had a personal relationship right. with this person because she had worked with them on the community volunteer project for the realtors. And I said, talk about connecting the dots. You connected community advocacy, economic development all in one. And, and so I think that's the real nugget from today's podcast is that it takes all these things, you know, being involved just a little bit in each of these really helps connect the dots. It really does. And it, it gives you, I think, satisfaction and something that you feel pride in when you know that, hey, I was able to help through this legislation through my advocacy as a realtor, or I made some global connections and somebody needed a referral, an agent to help a good friend of theirs out. And I knew an agent that could help them, even though they were in Bulgaria. <laughs> and it, just like you said, with community, taking a, a piece of your community that maybe, maybe is not an eyesore, but it needs something. And here's an opportunity for a grant. And as realtors, we can use all of these different ways to connect the dots bring a sense of pride to our community, make us feel better about our profession. And in in the process, you know what, you're going to make some money too. And that's always good. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So, well, John, like I've said several times, you and I have so much fun when we're talking, we could go on for days. And I do look forward to continuing the conversation with you and all of our members at our meetings, outside of our meetings, and uh, I would encourage anyone listening today that has additional questions to contact either one of us or, or any other member of the leadership right. or staff here at Missouri Realtors. So, John, thank you again for joining us. And thank you to all the Missouri Realtors who are listening today. And we cannot wait to be with you again. So stay tuned and we'll see you on the next Missouri Realtors podcast. <music>